Greetings, Body of Messiah. Mark Pulley here with Yahweh Yeshua Assembly in Fort Myers, Florida, bringing you another teaching from Yahweh's laws and commandments. Another Sabbath is upon us, praise Yahweh. And in a few days, we will be celebrating the Feast of Trumpets, anticipating and looking for the return of the Messiah on this Feast of Trumpets. Now, we understand very clearly that everything major that took place in Messiah's life took place on a feast day. He was crucified on the Passover, exactly on the Passover, and exactly on the time that the Passover was being killed in the temple and sacrificed to Yahweh. He was resurrected exactly on the Feast of First Fruits. And on um, concerning Yahweh's spirit, Yahweh's spirit came exactly on the Feast of Pentecost. And we understand that Israel were celebrating these feasts way before Messiah came. But when Messiah came, everything that Messiah did was fulfilled, established exactly on the spring feasts. So then we fast forward to the fall feasts. Those have not been fulfilled yet. And the next feast in Yahweh's biblical timeline and calendar is the Feast of Trumpets. And the Feast of Trumpets is about the return of the Messiah, Yeshua HaMashiach, and about judgment coming upon the earth. Now, that's not what I want to talk about just yet. I just wanted to refresh your memory that with every feast, there was a significant, exact fulfillment having to do with the Messiah's death, burial, and resurrection, and the coming and anointing of Yahweh's Spirit. So with that in mind, let's go to Leviticus chapter 25. And Yahweh gave me a prophetic word this morning concerning the year of Jubilee. Now, <clears throat> once the Feast of Trumpets is here, we enter into the next Biblical Hebrew year, which would be the year of 5783. And what that means is that 5,783 years ago, creation took place. And that's part of the celebration of the Feast of Trumpets, that you are celebrating the creation by Yahweh in Genesis chapter 1. And so when 
um, Feast of Trumpets takes place, we enter into and we exit the Hebrew year 5782, which was a Shemitah year, and we enter into 5783, which is a year of Jubilee. Now, every seven years, there is a Shemitah year, and every seven years, there is a year of Jubilee. And we are anticipating great, powerful, mighty things to take place in the year 5783 as Yahweh continues to fulfill the year of Jubilee. Now, Yahshua, Yahshua in Luke 4.18, he said, The Spirit of Yahweh is upon me. Here, let me just... Read that real quickly. The Spirit of Yahweh is upon me because He has anointed me to preach glad tidings. To the poor He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovery of sight to the blind and to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of Yahweh or the year of Jubilee. So, when you understand Shemitah, when you understand and do your research, do your study, might not come all at once, but when you do your research on the Shemitah, when you do your research on the year of Jubilee, you will then see that Yeshua stood up to read this at the end of a Shemitah year. And he was letting them know that he was here to fulfill the year of Jubilee in their lives, to set them free and to restore them from everything that they had been stolen or that they honored Yahweh in sacrificing during the Shemitah year. Now, the Shemitah year is a Sabbath year. It's a year when the land was called by Yahweh to rest. Now, I want to read you some things about <clears throat> the year, the Shemitah year, Yahweh's year for the Sabbath rest. And that we need to understand. Now, we know that most Americans and most farmers do not keep and do not let the land rest on the Shemitah year. And that, in part, is why America continually keeps going through the judgment that comes because you do not obey um, Yahweh's Sabbath rest. Part of obeying Yahweh's Sabbath rest is not just on the seventh day Shabbat, which is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown, but it's also honoring the, the land and letting it rest. Now, I know uh, a lot of Hebraic people this past year, which when the Feast of Trumpets is ended, the Shemitah year is ended, and then they can begin to replant their gardens and so on and so forth. And a lot of people 
have kept the Shemitah year. They've obeyed Yahweh. They did not plant anything in their garden. They did not plant things. And even Lynn and myself, you know, in the spring, we're wanting to plant some things. And then, you know, it's the Shemitah year. So we said we have to wait till September. And living in Florida, there's only certain things that you can plant uh, where we live just because of the heat and the ground is sand, basically. And so we had to wait to start doing this thing for ourselves. But there are a lot of small individual families, people on homesteads, farmers, that are obeying, stepping out in faith, and following Yahweh's Torah, just like we are, and beginning to obey uh, Yahweh's commandments and not plant anything in the Shemitah year. You know, we may not know anything else about it, but we know just don't plan anything. And, you know, you do what you know. All right. So it says here, the, the children of Israel had disobeyed Yahweh's law of obeying the Sabbath. They had been promised, they had been in the promised land for roughly 800 years. And for 490 years, they disobeyed his Sabbath rest which includes the seventh day Shabbat, as well as letting the land rest. The Sabbath rest was not only every seventh day, it was also every seventh year. Israel were allowed to work the land for six years, but on the seventh year, they had to let the, the land get rest. Now you can read this, in Leviticus chapter 25, it says in verse 4, But in the seventh year you shall be a Sabbath of rest unto the land. A Sabbath for Yahweh. Thou shalt neither sow thy field nor prune thy vineyard. And then in verse 6, and the Sabbath of the land shall be meat for you and for thee, for thy servant and for thy maid and for thy hired servant and for the stranger that sojourneth with thee, and for thy cattle and for the beasts that are in the land that shall increase thereof be meat. And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths. Okay, that... Verse 8 begins on the Jubilee, but we'll get that, to that in a minute. Also, this was an act of trust and obedience to Yahweh. Israel were trusting Yahweh's provision by not farming for an entire year. Judgment was promised if they disobeyed Yahweh's Sabbath rest. Judgment was promised if they disobeyed Yahweh's Sabbath rest. And you can see this in Leviticus 2 through 4, uh, Leviticus 26, 33 through 35. Speak to the sons of Israel and say to them, When you come into the land which I shall give you, then the land shall have a Sabbath to Yahweh. Six years you shall sow your field, Six years you shall prune your vineyard, gathering its crops, but during the seventh 
year, the land shall have a Sabbath rest. Now, Yahweh doesn't explain why this is a commandment. Yahweh doesn't explain why you need to do this. All he does is he says, this is the commandment. This is my law. This is my statute. Yours and mine response don't have to be, well, first explain to me, why do I have to do this? Just like a rebellious kid, when you tell them to do something, they say, why? No, that, not, that should not be our response. Our response should be, yes, sir. Help us, empower us, give us wisdom, so on and so forth. And because you have been filled with the Ruach, with Yahweh's spirit, you have been empowered with Yahweh's spirit to have the faith to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. And it is also training for later times in your life when maybe the economy totally shuts down and you know how to use your faith to believe for supernatural provision. You know how to trust Yahweh that no matter what the economy is, no matter if the fields are flooded, you can trust Yahweh that he somehow, someway, will make a way where there seems to be no way to multiply your loaves and fishes, to bring you the provision that you need, to bring you clean water, to bring you food, so on and so forth. But if you do not keep the Shemitah and let the Sabbath rest in faith, how are you going to believe for supernatural provision? You know, Yahweh's been preparing us for years about how to believe for your daily bread, how to call those things that be not as though they were, how to trust Yahweh that no matter what it is, he will make a way where there seems to be no way, whether that's for your mortgage payment, whether that's for your house, whether that's for a vehicle you need, whether that's for your children's education, whether that's for daily substance, or whatever it's for. He has been preparing us because there is coming a day when these things, because of judgment, because the world system and Babylon doesn't keep Yahweh's laws and commandments, judgment will come and it's possible that the fields will be destroyed. The, the herds will be wiped out, flooded. Water will not be available. And you either are going to die or you've been prepared. And because you've been prepared, you just keep trusting Yahweh. And you know it doesn't matter in the natural. What matters is that you're walking by faith and not by your senses. And that you are just trusting Yahweh. And you know Yahweh. And you know because you've seen it time and time again that he makes an abundant way. Remember when Yeshua said, I have come to give you life and that life more abundantly. That word more abundantly means beyond what is anticipated, beyond what is expected, beyond what is normal. And so when you believe for abundant life, you may not understand it at the time, but what you're doing is preparing seed in the kingdom soil for when things are challenging, you can harvest that through your faith in 
Yahweh. So he says here, six years you shall sow your field, six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather in its crop. But during the seventh year, the land shall have a Sabbath rest, a Sabbath to Yahweh. You shall not sow your field nor prune your vineyard. You, however, I will scatter among the nations and will draw out a sword after you. As your land becomes desolate, your cities become waste. This is a promise, so this is going to take place. You may be in these cities. You may be in these, these lands where they become desolate and ruined, but no big deal to you because you know you're trusting in Yahweh, and you know that if he led you through the desert and provided manna for you, you know that he multiplies the loaves and fishes, you know that when you give, it is given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, and running over. You know all these things because you've experienced it in your daily life. You didn't just wait till things got very difficult. Then it says, then the land will enjoy its Sabbaths all the days of the desolation. While you are in your enemy's land, then the land will rest and enjoy its Sabbaths. All the days of its desolation, it will observe the rest which it did, which it did not observe on your Sabbaths while you were living in it. Second Chronicles 36, 21, to fulfill the word of Yahweh by the mouth of Jeremiah, until the land had enjoyed its Sabbaths, all the days of its desolation, it kept Sabbath until 70 years were complete. Yahweh promised the Jews that he would kick them out of the land if they disobeyed him on this. Jeremiah 25, 11 through 12, 29, 10 through 14. This whole land will be a desolation and a horror. And these nations will serve the king of Babylon 70 years. Also, you can read in Ezra 1 about this. Then it will be when 70 years are completed, I will punish the king of Babylon and that nation, declares Yahweh, for their iniquity and the land of the Chaldeans, I will make it an everlasting desolation. For thus says, thus says Yahweh, when 70 years have been completed for Babylon, I will visit you and fulfill my good word to you. See, Yahweh's serious about Shemitah, and Yahweh's serious about the seventh day Sabbath, the seventh year Sabbath as well. I will visit you and fulfill my good word to you to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares Yahweh. So when people quote this, it has to be quoted in line with the Shemitah, in obeying Yahweh's Sabbath, whether it's the seventh day Sabbath or the seventh year Sabbath. For I know the plans I have for you, declares Yahweh. Plans for welfare, not for calamity, or other versions say plans for your prosperity, that you as a Torah keeper, you as a Sabbath obeyer, in the seventh day Sabbath, in the seventh year Sabbath, 
you put yourself in the position to experience Jubilee, the year of Jubilee, where restoration takes place in your anointings, in your callings, in your finances, in your food, in your family, in your health, in every area of your life, or you disqualify yourself for the year of Jubilee because you do not keep the Sabbath. I know when I was in Christianity, we, <clears throat> we kept the pagan Sabbath, which we didn't understand it then, but we did not keep the biblical Sabbath, so we disqualified ourselves for the year of Jubilee. And so will you if you do not keep the biblical Sabbath and do not plant a garden or a field in the seventh year. You are disqualifying yourself for the year of Jubilee. You are disqualifying yourself for restoration, miracles. And he <coughs> will not be able to prosper you and the plans he has for you will not be able to come to pass. Understand that. And he wants to give you a future and a hope. But if you don't obey his, his commandments, you disqualify yourself. If you don't obey his seventh day Sabbath, you disqualify yourself. If you don't want to, dis I mean, if you don't obey his seventh year Sabbath, you disqualify yourself. He says, you will seek me and find me. But when you don't obey his seventh day Sabbath and his seventh year Sabbath, you will seek him, but you will not find him. You will search for me with all your heart, but you won't find him if you disobey his laws and commandments or if you disobey his seventh day Sabbath or his seventh year Sabbath. See, when he begins to reveal to you about his Sabbaths, and you begin to keep them. You begin to keep the full the the new moon. Begin to look for the new moon. Begin to watch it. Know his times and seasons when the new month is beginning, and how to blow the trumpet for the new month. Or if you don't have a trumpet, just record one on your phone and blow that. Or use your voice and just shout unto unto Yahweh with a voice of triumph. Hallelujah. Um, so. He is very serious and he's preparing us by revealing it to us, first of all, and then urging us by Yahweh's Ruach, by Yahweh's Spirit, that there's more to keeping the Sabbath than what we understand. And understanding will come like what I'm ministering to you is being ministered to you, not by anything I knew in my natural knowledge, but it came to me by a word from Yahweh this morning as I was laying in bed, just meditating on Yahweh, reading some scriptures, reading some teachings, then the word of Yahweh shall come. Now one of the awesome things about the feast of, uh, not the feast, but about the new moons, is that many of the words that Yahweh gave the prophets, that we are to receive and live by, and the instructions that came, came on the, the new moon. Isaiah, Jeremiah, many of the prophets received the word of Yahweh on the new moon to give as instructions to the children of Israel to prepare them and, 
and encourage them to obey Yahweh's commandments in some way, shape, fashion, or form. So, we are approaching a new moon, and Yahweh gave this prophetic person some words of Yahweh to share with the body of Messiah, to encourage the body of Messiah to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments, to obey His Sabbath, even when you don't understand why you need to. You don't need to. All you need to do is respond by faith and step out in faith and obey them. And same way on the seventh year Sabbath rest. If you plant a garden, and almost all my family were raised to plant gardens, but none of them understand about the Shemitah because they were all planting gardens according to things they shared on Facebook or the ones that still did. They did not understand this because they're just ignorant of it. They're, they're, they're not taught it. And what did Hosea said? My people perish for a lack of knowledge. And what was he talking about? A lack of knowledge of understanding of obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. You will perish. You will cut yourself off from the blessing of Yahweh when you don't obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. All right. He says, I will be found by you, declares Yahweh, I will restore your fortunes. When will he do this? In the year of Jubilee. I will be found by you, declares Yahweh. I will restore your fortunes and will gather you from the nations and from all the places where I have driven you, declares Yahweh. I will bring you back to the place where I sent you into exile. That was uh, taken from Jeremiah 25, 11 through 12, and 29, 10 through 14. Study it out for yourself. In the book of Jeremiah, Yahweh told the people that he would exile them from the land for 70 years because this was the amount of time that the Sabbath rest had been disobeyed, 490 years. 70 years times 7, 490 years. Here in Ezra, remember I shared about Ezra, we see that this 70-year period had elapsed as Daniel had also anticipated in Daniel 9, 1 through 2. Ezra records Yahweh moved King Cyrus to let the people back into the land. This was truly a supernatural event. Now, you may need to listen to this teaching, read this teaching, over and over and over again until faith comes. See, faith comes from the Torah. When Paul said that, the only word that was available was the Torah, the law, the prophets. The more you listen to it, the more you watch this teaching on YouTube and other good prophetic Torah people's teachings, faith will come. Faith will come to obey Yahweh's laws and commandments. Faith will come. Understanding will come. So it says, this is truly a supernatural event. Keeping the Shemitah and the year of Jubilee. This was truly a supernatural event. Cyrus even returned the gold and silver that Nebuchadnezzar had sacked from the temple in 600 BC, which you can read in Daniel chapter 1. A lot of stuff here to study. I'm just announcing it to you. This is 
Part of my anointing isn't a very in-depth teaching, even though I do that, but my prophetic side is an announcement. When Yahweh gives me a word, it's usually not in great detail, but it announces it. But then I also remember a prophetic word that was given me to me by a prophet that said that I would teach, I would prophesy the word, I would prophesy the word, I would teach the word, teach the word, and this prophetic person said this four times, thus saith Yahweh, you will teach the word, you will teach the word, or preach it, or prophesy it, all that's the same. They said it four times, then Yahweh said in such great detail. I'm still working, and Yahweh's Ruach is still working on fulfilling that prophetic word. See, you can get a prophetic word and you spend your whole lifetime giving birth to that by the Ruach, by the power of Yahweh's Spirit. I believe I am coming into the year of Jubilee on the prophetic side to minister on the prophetic side like I've never done before, like I've never prophesied before, leaving the realm of what I was trained in, in <clears throat> through paganism in Christianity and entering into the realm of a Torah prophet. So that's personally what I believe for myself. And I believe part of the year of Jubilee is going to be Yahweh doing that. Of course, the length of the, of the exile was set because of their disobedience of the Sabbath. They spent all those years there because of the length of their disobedience. So praise Yahweh. I truly believe. If you see, you may be 50 years old, say, and you realize that for the last 30 years, you've been obeying uh, Son God's Sabbath of the first day of the week. And when you renounce it, and when you repent of it, and you start obeying Yahweh's biblical Sabbath, weekly Sabbath, and then you begin to learn about the Shemitah, that you will be forgiven. You will be cleansed of all unrighteousness. And you will be restored. You will be restored. Now, you may go through a little period of time where you are reaping what you sowed through your ignorance. But there will come a quick work of Yahweh's Ruach to get you out of that and to get you into uh, the year of Jubilee where you are restored. All that was stolen. All that was lost. All that was taken from you. All that which maybe you had to give up. I know for me, I used to prophesy on a dime all the time. Prophesying to, to congregations. Prophesying to everybody in the congregational personal prophetic words as well as corporate prophetic words. That anointing was so strong. Same way with the apostolic anointing. But then all of a sudden, one day, it was gone. Dried up. And I wonder, how. and at the time I didn't know his name is Yahweh, but I said, Yahweh, what is going on? How come? What's going on? And the whole time living in Florida, we've been in Florida 21, 22, 23 years, you know, it's been dry bones in that. Now, I understand now that Yahweh's preparing me for the end times. Yahweh's preparing me for Torah because 
I did not have a solid foundation. And so you may be going through something like that. The answer is the Torah. The answer is start obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. If you love me, Yeshua said, you obey my laws and commandments. And the answer is start with the Sabbath. Start with the Sabbath and go on from there. All right, so now let's just go real quickly. And I'm going to read out of Leviticus 25, 8 and 9 about the year of Jubilee. <clears throat> and I'm going to share with you the exact prophetic word that Yahweh gave me this morning when um, I was preparing, you know, or not preparing for the day, but as well as um, preparing and receiving this word. All right. Leviticus 25. Now, I shared this on Facebook and and so if you're not connected with us via Facebook, you can connect with me, Mark Pulley, or we have a page, Yahweh, Yahshua, Assembly page. Also, it's on our website, Yahweh, Yahshua, Assembly.com. We're also, if you're ever led to, you can, you can support our ministry financially by giving an offering there. That's also what the Feast of Trumpets and all the feasts were about, giving offerings. Now, we're not sacrificing an animal, but we give offerings maybe to other ministries. Good ministries I support, Yahweh, Restoration Ministries, Torah Life Ministries, um, El Shaddai Ministries, they're, they're number, number ones. I don't support them all financially, but I do support them in praying for them, uh, receiving from them, encouraging them, and we welcome Every form of prayer and support, you know, comments that are encouraging us, we are just very grateful for that all. And for all those that have um, given financial blessings to our ministry, we pray Yahweh bless you. We're very grateful for it. We pray that Yahweh would multiply your loaves and fishes so that your cupboards would overflow with abundance. And I encourage you that there will come a year of jubilee in all that you have sown, that you will harvest an abundance. So be encouraged and be strengthened to support other ministries and to support other members of the body of Messiah that Yahweh tells you to give to. All right, verse 8, it says, And thou shalt number seven Sabbaths of years unto these seven times. That's seven times seven. That's 49. That's the year of the Shemitah year. And the space of seven Sabbaths of years shall be unto you 49 years. Then thou shalt cause the trumpet of Jubilee to sound. So when the year of Jubilee was sounded, a trumpet was sounded to announce that the year of Jubilee has sounded on the 10th day of the seventh month in the day of atonement that you shall make a trumpet sound throughout all your generations or throughout all your land and you shall hallow the 50th year and proclaim liberty throughout the, all the land 
See, you can't have liberty if you're not obeying Yahweh's Torah, Yahweh's laws and commandments, Yahweh's Sabbath, the seven-day Sabbath, and the, the Shemitah year Sabbath. And every year, every seven years, you let the land rest. Why? Because he will provide for you. Even if on the 49th year, your harvest was small, he will make a way where there seems to be no way. And proclaim liberty throughout all the land unto all the inhabitants thereof. It shall be a jubilee unto you. And you shall return every man unto his possession, and you shall return every man unto his family. So restoration is the key thing that's going to take place in the Jubilee year. You will be restored. All that you may have sacrificed. You may have sacrificed being around family, being with family. They didn't understand you. Some form of restoration is going to take place in the year of Jubilee. You may have been set apart from certain things, certain people, certain enjoyments that you enjoyed. Maybe you enjoyed going to the beach. Maybe you enjoyed going to the mountains. Maybe you enjoyed horseback riding. Maybe you enjoyed hiking. But for whatever reason, Yahweh had you become set apart from those enjoyments. You fasted them, so to speak. Well, restoration's coming. Restoration's coming during the year of Jubilee. You may have been called that your anointing, your ministry, your gifts and callings, were you were set apart from them. They were gone all of a sudden. And you just kept serving Yahweh. You kept believing. You kept walking by faith. You kept obeying His Sabbaths. You kept obeying His laws and commandments. You kept learning, growing, renouncing, repenting, so on and so forth. Well, the year of Jubilee is the year of restoration. You will enter into a greater anointing of the Messiah, of Yahshua, like Isaiah 61, Luke 4:18, that the Spirit of Yahweh will be upon you and anoint you to cast out demons, heal the sick, raise the dead, bring deliverance, preach the good news to the poor, so on and so forth. Because why? You fulfilled the year of Shemitah and you are obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. Excuse me for a second. I need some water. So this is a time to be excited. This is a time <clears throat> to be anticipating great and mighty things. Um, and it says, You will return every man unto his family. A jubilee sh shall that 50th year be unto you. A jubilee, that 50th year, be unto you. A jubilee, that 50th year, will be unto you. You shall not sow, neither reap, that which groweth of itself in it, nor gather the grapes in of the vine, for it is the jubilee. It shall be holy or set apart unto you. You shall eat the increase thereof in this year of this jubilee you shall return every man unto unto his possession and just for a lack of time just continue reading this and you will see what i'm talking about all right here's the word yahweh gave me 
for me, and I believe it applies to all those that are Torah keepers, that have been re Yahweh has been re been preparing us for the next season. Many have received his instructions, but many have not. After the Feast of Trumpets starts, a new seven-year cycle starts. If Yeshua doesn't return this feast, it will be another seven years before his possible return. Remember, it's because he does everything on a feast. Every major event in Yeshua's life was done on a feast day. All right? Now, the year, the Hebrew year of 5783 is a jubilee year. The year of 5783 means 5,783 years since creation. Debts are canceled. Land is restored. We just read that. Callings or anointings are restored in the power of your name. Restored in the Hebrew means made better than new. Health will be restored. Financial provision will be, will be restored. Money you may have lost in the stock market or, you know, m money you may have given to others and they owe it to you. In the year of Jubilee, release them. Release them. In the year of Jubilee, also release those that have trans transgressed against you and you will be set free. For those who are following Yahweh's commandments and instructions, after the Shemitah year comes, the year of Jubilee comes. You can read this in Luke 4.18. Yahshua was speaking to Israel about this. This must have been at the end of a Shemitah, and he was speaking about the coming of, the, of Jubilee, which he would fulfill not end. Just like Yeshua died, was resurrected, the spirit given uh, all on feast days that Israel participated in for years. And just like Israel continued celebrating after Yeshua's return to heaven, so there is something waiting for you. Here's the prophetic word. So there is something waiting for year for you in the year 5783, if you rise up and go get it, if you press in unto it, if you receive it, if you take it by faith in the power of Yahweh's name. Now, one of the words for um, receive means to take it. You have to take the word. You have to take the Torah. You have to take Yahweh's instructions. You have to take a prophetic word and begin to press in unto it with your intercession and with your confession of Yahweh's word and with everything else Yahweh's spirit leads you to do. Because you went through your Shemitah season, of receiving corrections. And because of the repentance in your life, now it's time to grow 
and bear fruit for Yahweh's kingdom. It's time to reap. That's the year of Jubilee. It's time to reap. Look at Elisha in 2 Kings chapter 6. Remember when he prayed for his servant Gehazi and he prayed that Yahweh would open his eyes and that he would see that they were surrounded by, you know, chariots of fire, meaning the angels of Yahweh, and that there were more with them than the enemy that was coming against them. You and I have to look and see that what is in the realm of the Spirit for you in this Jubilee season? Here's another word that Yahweh gave me for this year of Jubilee. Anticipate His glory. Anticipate His presence like never before. Why? Because you obeyed His laws and commandments. You are keeping His Torah. You went through the Shemitah year with humility, receiving correction, repenting of everything that you could repent of. Anticipate His availability to you. I don't fully understand what that means, but I'm sharing it with you. Anticipate His full availability to you. That just means, I believe what it means, or at least in part what it means, that when you call upon His name, He's instantly there. And when you ask Him for something, or when you put a request in for someone else, when you're praying, declaring Yah's Word, He is instantly right there. He's right there. He's with you. It's not going to be no longer by faith. You're going to experience a manifestation of Himself, Yahweh, Yahshua, Hamashiach, in your life like never before. Now, I had the privilege when I got born from above that Yeshua appeared to me. It's going to be like that, but on a regular basis. It's going to be like that when you go to pray for the sick, lay hands upon them. Yeshua is going to be laying hands upon them. When you go to pray over people's offerings and speak increase into them, it's going to be like Yeshua's speaking increase into them. When you go to minister life unto others and correction, they're going to receive it and they're going to see Yahshua, not you. They're going to hear Yahweh's voice, not your voice. They're going to hear the uh, Yahweh's spirit, not your, your personality or your person. Anticipate His availability to you. He will be available for you. Whatever you need, as soon as you ask, boom. Anticipate His power. How? Just go through the, the Gospels and the book of Acts and see the manifestation of the power of the name of Yahweh, the name of Yeshua, how Yeshua raised the dead, how Yeshua healed the sick, how Yeshua cast out demons, how Yeshua provided supernatural provision for those that were part of His ministry. He fed them with supernatural provision. He paid his own taxes 
with supernatural provision. Anticipate that. Anticipate his power like never before. And anticipate his calling and anointing that he has for you. Whether you're a psalmist, whether you're an intercessor, whether you're an apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, teacher, whether you're an elder, whether you're a deacon, whether, you know, whatever you are. Everybody has a calling. Everybody can tap into the fivefold calling of Yeshua. Now, you might not be an apostle or prophet or evangelist, teacher, whatever, but you can tap into that anointing. Ephesians 5 says so. Okay, here's another word that came. He said, explosion is coming to your life to bless you. He's going to explode with his presence upon you. He's going to explode with his glory upon you. He's going to explode with his availability upon you. He's going to explode with his gifts and callings upon you. He's going to explode with his glory upon you. That you will go walking through a mall or you'll go walking into a business and he will explode with his glory and power. And those around you, like those that were around Peter, they were healed, delivered, and set free when they came into Peter's shadow. This Peter was a man, an ordinary man, and he did, and Yahweh's spirit did through him just like it did through Yeshua that whoever came close to his shadow, the supernatural power of Yahweh exploded upon them. Hallelujah. So he's going to explode. Write that word down. And don't forget it. Explosion of life coming to your life to bless you. That could even include explosion of provision. Explosion of food, explosion of water supernaturally, explosion of finances. Maybe you lost money in the stock market, in your retirement account. Get ready for because you obeyed Jubilee, I mean obeyed Shemitah, and you keep his, his Sabbath. You, you live according to the Torah. He's going to explode, and in the year of Jubilee, you are going to re be restored minimum sevenfold of all that was stolen or lost or mishandled in your behalf in the power of Yahweh's name. Hallelujah. Receive it. Take it in the power of his name. Oh, Jacarabate. I haven't experienced this anointing in years. Praise Yahweh. Whatever the difficulties you've experienced in past, whatever pain and spiritual challenges you went through in past seasons, will be so forgotten. It will be as if it never happened. That's because of the year of Jubilee. That's because of the explosion of Yahweh's power, Yahweh's spirit upon you that's coming upon you in this year, 5783, the year of Jubilee. Now, this, own, this is only for those that are obeying Yahweh's laws and commandments. 
This is not for those in Christianity. This is not for those in paganism. This is not for those that disobey Torah, that don't keep his feasts, that, that don't keep his Sabbaths. They justify themselves for disobeying it. They justify themselves in many ways, shapes, fashion. This is not for you. This is for the Torah obedient. This is for those that desire to live according to the Torah. Yes, they may fall short, but quickly they're renouncing it. Quickly they're receiving correction from Yahweh's spirit or even from a brother or sister in Yahweh that may say something and boom, it corrects them. Boom, they're like a sponge and acknowledges it. They don't, they don't defend it. They don't say, prove it to me. They just receive it by faith. It is for those who have paid the price to come out of Babylon's pagan religious system and to be set apart to Yahweh's Torah, to be set apart to Yahweh's life and to Yeshua's life. So get ready for Yahweh's year of Jubilee 5783. Now I remember... Seven years ago, Christianity ministers were preaching this is the year of Jubilee. And nothing took place. Matter of fact, things got worse. More struggles, more infirmity, more pain, more discouragement, more whatever. But it was shortly after that that we, be, we came to Torah by Yahweh's grace. I'm telling you, you can't have one foot in paganism and one foot in Torah. It isn't going to work. It isn't going to produce the fruit. You must come totally out of sin and paganism and come totally into Yahweh's Torah, Yahweh's instructions, and obey His laws and commandments. Now, I remember... <clears throat> you know, there are people, because I used to be one of them years ago, 40 years ago, you wanted to smoke dope, drink a little wine, and still serve the Creator. They don't work that way. You either come out from the world, or you stay in the world, and you deceive yourself thinking you're born from above. When you are born from above, you are totally set apart. Remember a few weeks ago, or I think it was last week, we talked about immorality. That the Apostle Paul said, do not deceive yourself. You will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh if you are participating in as a, as a lifestyle. It says witchcraft, which is pharmakia, which is smoking dope, which is getting drunk, so on and so forth, sexual immorality, or any other immorality, he said, don't fool yourself. You will not receive Yahweh's kingdom. And I'm sharing with you, do not be deceived. Yahweh is not mocked. You can't have one foot in Torah and one foot in paganism, sun god worship. You can't have it. You have to come out from it, and be set apart, go through your Shemitah season, so that you can get to the year of Jubilee. So Father, we thank you for this word, 
for these words. We thank you for this teaching. We thank you for your understanding. We bless you. We worship you, Yahweh. We give you praise. We thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for these coming fall feasts and for the year of Jubilee. We just shout it with the voice of triumph. We shout it with your word. We praise you. We praise you. We praise you. We bless you. We honor you. We worship you. We thank you, Father, for the power of your spirit. We thank you, Father, for the power of your spirit. We thank you, Father, for the power of your spirit. Bear with me. I'm trying to find a... Uh, Oh, I can't remember where where I put that. Um, oh, it's a. Uh, uh, bear with me, please. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Bear with me. Uh, bear with me. Hallelujah. Yahweh, we just bless you. We worship you. Father, we praise you. We bless you. We worship you. We thank you. We thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Now, where did I put that? Um, no, that ain't it. Well, I, I know I recorded it somewhere. It was a, it was a sound of a... Um, sound of a... Shofar. Um, I can't find it. Bear with me. Here we go. Here we go. We're going to let the shofar go in the power of Yahweh's name. Hallelujah. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh. Here we go, here we go. Praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh. Praise Yahweh, praise Yahweh. Be exalted, mighty one. Be exalted, mighty one. Be exalted, mighty one. Ha rabashikirubadeke. Praise you, Yahweh. Praise you, Yahweh. Praise you, Yahweh. Until next time, Yahweh bless you. Enjoy the Feast of Trumpets. We bless you, Father, for it. If you want to connect with us, connect with us on Facebook. But until next time, Yahweh bless you. Yahweh make His face shine upon you. And anticipate the explosion of Yahweh's Spirit in the year of Jubilee, 5783, hallelujah. Hallelujah.